What's up? What's up? What's up? Back once again. Ryan Inman, Rick Paulton. <laughs> and tonight we are going to review the year in horror, as it says in the bottom down there, 1985. We have our special guest joining us in due time shortly. How you doing, Ryan? Pretty well, man. Uh, late night from work, but the hats on forwards tonight because yeah the the, the bucks play tonight huh that's right they're at the, the, the tampa bay baker mayfields as they're known in cleveland the tampa bay football buccaneers are at <laughs> the buffalo football bills they are so we might as well just get into that real quick get that out of the way before we forget yeah. so what, what's your bet on that backwards hat kind of guy jesse says um, tonight obviously money line it's got to be Buffalo. It's got to be, but Bucks nine and a half. I seen nine and a half. Take the points. Bet Tampa plus nine and a half. That's what I did. And the over. I did that too. Chris Godwin, hundred yards and a touchdown. I took Mike Evans to score a touchdown. See, it's not a good thing. That's I'm not. That's not a bad thing. But I don't know. I think they're really gonna shade the defense towards him. I, I just have a feeling, and I was actually talking to your nephew earlier about my that. nephew who's in the comments he says rashad white 23 and a half receiving yards will be one before halftime that's good yeah uh, yeah I, I like for a big one though godwin hundred and a touchdown i don't know you know for these thursday night games they get so screwy buffalo's lost three times already this year yes uh are they at least two but i think it's three i think they've lost three games i thought they're four and two i don't know so I don't know. I I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, if Tampa Bay won. Tampa Bay money line is plus three sixty. I think I would need a little bit more. Yeah, you know, I'd definitely take the points. Four. It need to be the plus four hundred to plus four fifty range to feel comfortable. If you have a profit boost, though, yeah, that, I, I don't I don't hate it. Even as a Bucks fan, I don't love it, but I still don't hate it. Right on. So, right. because I mean, if 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 these two teams played. 10 times and Tampa win a couple of them. So it's in <laughs> Buffalo. It's in Buffalo though. Right on. I don't know. Tim Bay's run defense is really good and they're good at stopping running quarterbacks too. So we'll see. Also shot in the dark on this one too. I like Gabe Davis for a, uh, a long touchdown in this one, unfortunately. Right. On. <laughs> well, th- there's our, there's our football preview for Thursday. Um, did you win last week? I can't remember. You shot uh, me no. there because you were getting, getting off. No. Uh, no. Last week was the first Thursday night first, game. First Thursday we lost. Yeah. So, you know, you can't win them all. Right? I had New, or- I had New Orleans uh, money line. And they oh, yeah. Lost. I mean, who's seen that coming? Yeah, they lost right at the end. So, but, uh, I am 6-1 and one on Thursday nights. Right on. Sounds cool. So, a um, couple things we're going to get out of the way real quick. So, I got some announcements. Announcements. We got some announcements. Things we're going to be doing. Hey, what's up, Candace? How you doing? Uh, JP will be on in just a second. He's he's in the waiting room. So the star of the show, you guys, you guys, you'll be here. Yeah. So um, as I was saying, um, announcements. So me and Ryan were talking, and we are more than likely, well, we're definitely going to do this. We're just not sure about the times, one hundred percent. But we're going to start doing an hour movie review that we'll release on Spotify through the the audio podcast forms. And we'll probably still record it video form like this, so we'll probably toss it up on YouTube, but it won't be live. 
And we'll still do the live like this to keep the interaction going with the fans because that's, you know, awesome. It just seems like to me that the the, the reviews kind of drag on here. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Because you don't, we don't have time to get the fans in, get comments and stuff like that. So we're going to do a two hours for you. Uh, first hour, we'll probably do a record release later. And then the second hour, we'll do live at 8 o'clock because I'm getting feedback from a lot of people that 8 o'clock is a better time to go live. Mention in the comments which which time we're, we're not official on that yet, but we're getting there. Um, if you think eight o'clock is a better time to go live, comment your comment in the comments and let us know uh, if you think that's a better idea than than the seven o'clock. Eight o'clock for me isn't ideal. I mean, I'll, I'll do it, but then I can't watch the first hour of the football game. <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna be if we're not on live at eight doing this, then we're gonna be doing the movie review at eight. So either way, so you, you can have. Probably easier to do the live portion with the football game in the background. I guess so. Probably. So, yeah, like I said, comment your comments in the comments. So tonight we are doing 1985, the year in horror. And let me set that up. See, so I got fun facts for the the year 85, like we did with 81 and 83. And we, we're we weird like that. So since we started with an odd number, we're going to go through at least all the odd 80s before we hit an even number, most likely. Yeah. Just like the Friday the 13th. Just like the Friday the 13th. We've which we'll be able to get back to because we'll be able to do what we were talking about. So Ronald Reagan was president. He was sworn in the January for his second term that year. Um, we Are the World came out. Yeah, it did. The first WrestleMania. That's right. New Coke and it blew. It did. It very much sucked. They found the Titanic that year. Oh, was it? Much that, cooler I facts that, than I that I didn't know. Yeah, they found the Titanic that year. Um, uh, Super Mario Brothers was released in 83. When we did 83, Mario Brothers was released. Or that might have been an 81 fact. But Super Mario was released. Um, yeah, didn't that NES come out in North America that year? It did. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. For, and, gamer, uh, for gamer guys like us, that's big, man. This was um I I seen this fun fact well not really a fun fact but a fact nevertheless Operation Wooden Leg, is Israeli Air Force's bomb PLO. I don't know I can't read my writing but they bombed some Palestinian bases. That doesn't sound like a very fun fact to me. No, it's not a fun fact at all. But it just goes to show that this shit has been going on for many many years. Well, nice to continue. 1985, the Cold War was still going on too with us, and uh, that was a that was Soviet, a big one in the facts. Soviet Union, the D- DNA was first used that year. Oh, and we really? had the birth. Go ahead. That's that's big. I thought it was yeah. a little later. Yeah, and we had burst that year of Ke- Kaylee Kwaku's fine ass Ooh. from the Big Bang Theory. Roll Tide. Yes, Roll Tide. She is all the way live. Kim Kardashian. Eh. Yeah, I know we could do without her, but I've seen her video and. Uh, it's quite all right. Michael Phelps, weed smoking swimmer. Mm-hmm. Bruno Mars. And then we had deaths that year. These are the three that really stuck out. Cleveland's own Margaret Hamilton, the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah. Rock Hudson. Yeah. And Orson Welles. Wow. That's big. The, the director of Citizen Kane. Yeah. So. Amongst other things. Amongst other things. That's his. We got Aaron and Adam in the comments. Aaron says. Doing sports book tonight, are you? In my best altar boys voice. <laughs> uh, I'm with Ryan. Uh, don't cut into football, Adam says. All right. But without further ado, we're going to bring on 
I'm the star of this fucking show. The star of the show, from a killer's confession, JP motherfucking Cross. That's right. With better internet this time, he guarantees me. What's up, brother? What's up, guys? What's up? So, um, just for the hell of it, I'm gonna. I, I, I've been working on like playing videos on this thing. Candace says JP with a little heart next to it. <laughs> so I've been. Let me, let me see if this works. We're gonna play a little bit of uh. Your guys' newest video, Tongue, which I think is kind of appropriate because it's got like a poor kind of aspect violent thing going on. And this is taking here a This is playing over here on the side. It's a very horror-centric video, I thought. <laughs> And you guys will be going back on tour in days, right? Yeah, next week. Right. And that's, uh, that's the one and only Waylon Revis, formerly of Mushroomhead. He was on tour in um, Australia and New Zealand. You were Mushroomhead music and some AKs music. some of the videos for you there. Crazy Boyle Willis says JP sticks up the horn. All right, we're gonna. Man, I was, gro- I was grooving, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to play the same thing for five minutes. It's like a. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah, uh, I, I'm Waylon, still doing all this. I don't know. <laughs> Waylon just got back, I think, yesterday from Australia, and uh, did he eat any KFC this time? I don't believe he did. I, I've done, he hasn't said too much. Um, I didn't talk to him at one time the whole time he was out there. Right. So, Ryan, did but you yeah. see that when he posted about the KFC over there? I think you said something about that. <laughs> <It was> so, <laughs> he went to get like a three-piece. He said he had like two chicken assholes. <laughs> Dude, it was funny as hell. And he showed it on the camera, man. I don't know what it was, but it just did not look like chicken to me. Man, <laughs> it, was, it was chicken of the cave. Wild, we're right on. So, yeah, yeah, so um, JP plays bass for Killer's Confession. That was them in the video. Check them out on the YouTubes, the Facebooks, follow them, like them. And then we'll be going on on tour next week. I think your first is your first show in in Flint, or uh, no, our first show's in Illinois, someplace I can't remember right off, but. It starts November first, and I think it goes through November eighteenth or nineteenth. Um, it's it all says most of our people are local. They will be. They won't be in Cleveland, but they'll be in Mansfield on November eleventh, if I'm not mistaken. Tenth, eleventh, twelfth is on that weekend because I'll be in Detroit that weekend, and that sucks. Yeah, oh, I can't be having right off. You'll be having fun in Detroit, though. Yeah, I'll be seeing Pantera for the second time this year. First time was thanks to Candace, who's in the comments. She won some VIP passes, and we got to be on stage with AKC. Um, Need to see AKC again? Yeah, they'll be in Mansfield. So we are are doing the year in horror, 1985. Decent year for horror. Um, I, I, I don't think there was too many great movies that year. There's some good ones, some bad ones, and like I said, some like, before we got on, some ones that were so bad that they were good. Sean Jacobs throws up the devil horns. 
think but, uh, the list is. I think the list is short for this year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. no eighty-one. Eighty-one was one of the greatest years ever. I know. It just. I remember. I did thirteen that year because it just it was like I can't not mention this one. You know, like, yeah. so deep. <laughs> well, I got I got above five on here. I I got I think ten on here. I'm gonna definitely talk about my top five, and I'm there's a couple that I, I think I have to slip in and we have to mention I that aren't in my top five. I was a good boy this time and I narrowed mine to five, but I got a couple sort of honorable mentions that maybe honorable mentions, right? Aren't, that maybe aren't exactly just straight horror. Okay. Well, we'll get to that, I'm sure. So okay, this is number five, and we will let our guest go first with his number five movie of nineteen eighty-five. Oh, so you start with me. Uh, number five, Return of the Living Dead. Mm. Return of the Living Dead. It is on my list, but it was just edged out of the top five. Same. Uh, I think just I had edged it out. I think I had it at six. But it I is actually, phenomenal. I actually almost put it a little higher, because just because I absolutely love Return of the Living Dead. Oh, I, I, I dig it too, man. We just watched it uh, before I even knew we were doing 85, before I even looked up the list, you know, and, and um, I was watching it... Uh, Couple days ago, right before, right before I, the day before I announced 1985, so whatever that day that was, and I was watching it with my with my daughter, who's not a giant horror fan, and she usually yeah. likes like like older stuff, like you know the classics, the black and white stuff, Exorcist, Psycho, stuff like that. But she did like Evil Dead a bunch, so I was like, this might be you know zombie thing, you know, it's not too scary, more funny than scary, and uh, she left halfway through, so I don't think she liked it, but I liked it. <laughs> Well, I mean, I think Tom Matthews and I can't remember the other guy's name. They're just fantastic in that movie. My hair, they're written down. Yeah, they're, they're the, the other the, the other zombie that was uh, alive, right? That the guy that was working yeah. with them in the crematory. No, not in the yeah. crematory. They went to the crematory. They were working in like a medical. Yeah, the you need a medical supply. Um, they, there was there was a couple of Friday the Thirteenth alum in that. Tom Matthews being one, mm-hmm. and there was also um, our mm-hmm. boy Demon was in it. Demon was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a third one. Miguel, uh, uh, Miguel Nunez Jr. Yeah, Miguel Nunez Jr. And I don't remember Victor's name. His Christian name, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Victor, um, who, who um, he, he passed away. He was in part five. He's the guy that the guy that killed Joey and started <laughs> over I don't the chocolate bar. Either it escapes me. That's that's bad. I should know that. Yeah, and I, I and you know what? I didn't write any notes on five uh, on my notes because. Which we're gonna talk. I'm sure one of us has got to bring that up. <laughs> Maybe. So we're gonna talk about it later. But um, I, I figured I knew it enough where I didn't need to write notes. But he's the, yeah, the name I forget. So you had the, the three, the th- three Friday Thirteenth alum in it. Special effects were insane. Um, do you know who did the special effects, JP? I don't know right off now. I, I yeah, like I said, I I don't have that one in my notes. But it was it was really good stuff. Uh, really good makeup. Uh, yeah, I definitely like it. Um, what would you grade it? Oh, what's good? What are we doing? Letter we do letter grades. On we here. do letter grades. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Sorry. Because we gotta be uh, we gotta be different than uh the guys we stole the gimmick from. Yeah. The Death Curse Society. Those guys they 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 rate from one to ten and they do it a little different. So we have to switch it up and make it look like we didn't you know copy our homework but change the words or whatever that is. This is That's like. This is bootleg film school, so we assign grades. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what um, grade would you give that one? I would probably go with a C plus. C plus. It's exactly right with you. Same. Same. So 
Ryan, your number five was not Return of the Living Dead, so that means it was something different. And what was it? My number five is House. House? Yeah. Let's see. I just watched it. To, I just finished it today. I, again, just edged out of the top five. It didn't make yeah. my top five. Okay. But I really, really five. liked it. Yeah, mine didn't make the top five. Mine's actually my at number eight. House? On mine. Yeah. Right on. And House, and directed by Steve Miner. Minor. I the 13th involvement with this one. You had yeah. Steve Miner, the director, produced by Sean Cunningham. So I think he just threw his name on it and didn't really do shit. Probably. He, he seems to do that a lot. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then you had, as far as actors go, you had uh, um, Duke Creighton. From Ryan's favorite Friday the 13th film. <laughs> so, <laughs> Steve, yeah, Stephen Williams. Um, you had um, Harold from part three. And Sergeant Tierney, Ron Carroll from part one. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, 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 uh, did Savini do the effects on that? Maybe. Oh, I think the, he might have. The, the stunt coordinator was Kane Hodder. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And he was yeah. in one scene, and I don't know what it was. I forgot. I didn't know well, that. He, he's in uh, a scene in House 2. In, in, in House, he was um, the stunt coordinator, and he, he did one of the stunts and was inside one of the rubber suits, but I don't remember who's. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in House 2 for sure. I couldn't remember him in mm-hmm. the first one, but he's in, when they have the Halloween party in House 2. Right on. Uh, when the... That one, I think he's like an Aztec warrior, comes out and he uh, he throws the guy off the balcony. Yeah. That's, that's Kane Hodder. Oh, cool. I didn't one. know that. Yeah. And Harry he did the score. Our yeah, friend Harry. He definitely did the music, yeah. And talking about House, I always I always throw this in. I think House 2, even though it's not 80, 85, House yeah. 2 to me is the, is the greatest sequel ever made. Really? I, you know, I I, I uh, started to watch it because, you know, when you're watching stuff on Tubi, if the sequel's on there, it'll roll right yeah. into it. But I had to prepare for tonight, so I couldn't. So I'm going to go back and do that. I'm, I know I've seen it, but I don't think I've seen the sequel in probably 20 years. Yeah, I don't remember I, it. I argue that. Now, it's a crap movie. I just think <laughs> it's the greatest sequel ever made. Like, <laughs> I like crap I, th- movies. I, think, I think by standards, to me, it's when you compare it to the original to the sequel by those standards yeah it's better than terminator 2 versus the first one it's better well, than because yeah, terminator 2 is widely regarded alien. as the greatest sequel of all time that no. or godfather 2 the first terminator I think, I, is better I than think the sequel. If, i think if you compare how bad house is to how great house 2 is the comparison house 2 is the greatest sequel <laughs> now is is it better than terminator 2 no is it better than Aliens? No. no. But by compare of how much greater it is than its yeah. predecessor, it's the greatest sequel ever made. All right, man. We're going to definitely go back and check that out. And I have, everybody I in have the to comment, watch that now. Yeah, I'm going to go watch it. I'm watching it tonight after, right after we get out of here. I might. Yeah. So oh, everybody in the comments, game. comment your um, top fives as well. So we could uh, talk about that. But yeah, back to house real quick before we move on. Yeah, I just again, it's sort of with the return of the living dead, too. It just it's it's another one with with comedy elements to it. And yeah, uh, I, I was reading that it was a comedy. Yeah, but I didn't see anything funny until like halfway through the movie, and then I really did. It gets goofy. Yeah, but it's I like they it. changed their mind. Like we were gonna make this. 
scary movie, and then like halfway through, they were like, "Now nah, we're just gonna just do whatever." Well, you need way <laughs> less of a budget to be funny than scary. Oh yeah, but I have the budget on here. It, the budget was three million, and it made nineteen point five. Wow, screaming success. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did that's really like, well with it. That's almost like a Friday the Thirteenth film, like kind of profit margin. Oh yeah, the profit margin. Yeah. So, what would you score? House 1985's house, also a C plus. It's it's C plus out return of the living dead, just narrowly for me. Yeah, same thing, same just personal preference. Yep, I would I would say it's a C. C, I think I'm gonna go with the flat C. Yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. So now it's on me for my number five. And this, my number five movie was changed about an hour before we went on. Because I'm, I'm trying to get through as many 1985 movies as I can this week. And I work nine days a week and 25 hours a day. And I have no time to do shit. So today was a little slower at work. So I threw on Cat's Eye. Ah. With uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And uh, and I really, really liked it. It edged out. I had a different number five that I hope comes up later. I do want to talk about it. If not, I'll talk about it anyway eventually. But um, Cat's Eye was my number five. So we all had three different number fives. That usually doesn't happen. Usually, usually one of us has some, one of the other things. Um, Allison says, I liked that one. And uh, Cat's Eye. Yeah, Cat's Eye was – I really, really liked it. It was written by Stephen King. Um, a lot of it was shot in Maine. Um, so unless I'm confusing that with a different Stephen King movie that year. Um, who knows? But, yeah, two of the stories were written by Stephen King. The third one wasn't. Uh, and it was an anthology with three different parts. I, I like the first part the best. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that shit was intense, right? The quitter. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, I thought that was one of the better films that I reviewed this week for sure. So, yeah, I definitely definitely liked that. Um, the part of Cat's Eye Soul was really good. And that's Puppet Zombie, who has a great, great name. Oh, you're Puppet Zombie? Oh, okay. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Ricky is puppet zombie. Like the mystery is the mystery is solved. <laughs> right. No, yeah, it was really it was really good. I, I um I wasn't even gonna watch it because I didn't think it was gonna fit into time, but it did and it was I'm glad I did. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it pretty well. I, 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 I go ahead. I started to watch it. I started to rewatch it because I have not honestly watched it in years. And I remember enjoying it. But God, it's issues remember, for sure. But I remember, I remember quite a bit from it. But it didn't even make it didn't even make a, my my top ten list. No problem, no problem. Yeah, I just I think um I was just I liked Twilight Zone so much, and I think that's why I kind of why I really liked this the Twilight Zone movie eighty three. Yeah. Um, and that didn't make my list at first until I watched it like the last minute kind of thing, and I was like, wow, really yeah. really like that. Yeah, that uh. JP, we did 1983 in between the 81 and this, and that Twilight. You substitute a different North Carolina redneck for you that, that yeah. week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We did. We had got my buddy Kevin Ellis, uh, who does a podcast, and he, he, he was nice enough to come on and help us with that, but he's from North Carolina. And uh, yeah, Twilight. He's from North South Carolina. Carolina. Am I fucking this up? I think he's from North Carolina as well. <laughs> spooky Picture Show. Podcast. The Spooky Picture Show. Yeah, see, I didn't fuck that up because I didn't get a chance yeah, to. Right? Yeah. Twilight I think Zone. I was on there commenting on that one. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you were, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone, uh, the movie actually was my number one for that year. Uh, well, 
it, it, it's Rick's, so good it made me start watching the old Twilight Zone shows. I've made it through like uh, a, a, just about a season now. Good. We need to talk about those soon. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna do a deep dive on those for sure. Yeah. So, uh, what movie were we on? Cat's Eye. What would you score? It? C minus. C minus. C minus. What do you got? What do you got, JP? I would probably have to score it a C minus. C minus, and I'll give it a C plus. Okay. C plus, really good movie. Recommend everybody watch it. Um, and again, drop down in your comments. What are your What are your favorite movies from '85? Um, number four for JP. What do you got? So this one's a little left field. I think it is horror, and it. I wanted some left field. You know, it was hard it, to find some of these movies. It, it showed up in Wikipedia under the list of horror films, so. That's why I put it in here. Okay. Vampire Hunter D. Vampire Hunter D. I seen that on the list. I didn't. I was not aware that that was for, that was that old mm-hmm. until yeah. I did my research for this. Have you? Have you? Um. Are you, are you, are you familiar with that, Ryan? No. No. Really? Uh, it, it's an anime. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a Japanese anime about uh basically uh vampire hunter named d and he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of like blade in a sense but okay. uh in a more castlevania kind of world. yeah that's kind of the vibe i got from it and i have yeah. seen that but not really paid attention my, my friend chris is really into anime and i i think i watched it with him and like i was doing other shit so i'm not really all the way familiar with it he's obsessed with castlevania too so. yes yeah well i i watched uh i watched this film when Speaking I was, of vampire movies, right, well, I watched um, this film whenever I was probably, I was it was probably early nineties when I watched. Okay, it. and then the sequel came out. I, I want to say in the early two thousands or late nineties called uh, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust, and they put a video game out with that, which is one of the worst video games ever made. The mechanics <laughs> in it were so bad, but it was one of those games we love. I remember me and Mark love Vampire Hunter D so much that we suffered through the horrible gameplay just to play through the story mode on it. And like the story even in the video game was amazing. Um yeah, it's just I don't know. That one's when I when I saw it on Wikipedia as an eighty five horror film, I was like, you know, I wouldn't I would have never thought of that as I've never really considered it a horror film. But once I thought about it, I was like, mm-hmm. it's, it's absolutely a horror film. It's right. It's got vampires, right? It, well, it, like, it's vampires. It's it's a gory film. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a brutal film for anime. I need to see this. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely go back and watch it. That was one of the ones I wanted to get to just because I, I had a feeling it was gonna come up. I had a feeling that it was a uh, right up JP's alley, and he was gonna talk about it. So I wanted to see it, but again, I didn't get time to. But um, I'm definitely gonna go back and watch that one. Um, and that, 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 that kind of goes by like the thing we're, we brought up here a couple times. We're going to do a long form sh- sh- show on it. The what is horror thing? Yeah. You know, like what counts as horror? Why, you know, does this count as horror? And, you know, it's got vampires, you know, like probably, yeah. you know, it's, it's at least horror adjacent, you know? And like you said, there's a lot of gore involved. So mm-hmm. there you go. Kevin Ellis, we were just gore, talking about it's, it's gore. I know the perfect guest to have for that one. I'll tell you later. Right, uh, Kevin Ellis says hi. Kevin, where are you from? We were just talking about you, and I said North Carolina, but I got a feeling I was wrong, and it's South Carolina. JP is originally from um, North Carolina, but um, okay, so we'll get to that eventually. So you're the only one that could grade this. You're the only one that's seen it. What do you give it? I mean, I'm gonna say it's a 
I want to rate it higher, but I, I think I need to give it a B minus. But I want B-. to rate it higher. Okay. Okay, cool. And he is from South Carolina. Okay, so uh, I did look that up. I don't know why I thought it was. <laughs> right on. So, Ryan, yes. this is this is crazy. We're, we're on your fourth one, yes? Yes. And we have not duplicated an answer yet. No. <laughs> so what do you got for four? My number four is uh, Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead is on my list, and I'll bet it's on JP's list. It's on my list. However, this may surprise you. Yeah, I put it as my number six. I put oh, return. So I put return of the Living Dead above. above it. Yeah, above Day of the Dead. I'm the I got Day of the Dead the at number way. three. They're, they're they're very close for me too, but flip flop the other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. I got Day of the Dead at number three. Okay. George Romero directed. Tom Savini definitely did the 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 the, the, the gore in this one. Oh yeah. Three point five million dollar budget only made five million. Hmm. But I think this is one of the ones that got better with age, like a fine wine. Yeah, it's it's still my probably third favorite of the you know of the dead. You know, movie. yeah, of the dead. Every, everybody knows Dawn of the Dead is actually my favorite. I prefer it over yeah. Night of the Living Dead. That's just me. And that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. Had had this been Dawn of the Dead, oh yeah, it would it would have it would have definitely been within the top five. It's not the top two. Um, but I like it better than Dawn of the Dead. No, Said, no. I, I, that's my opinion. I do. I like it better. And I like not. I like um Night of the Living Dead the best. I, I think I mean, that yeah, I can't are, argue. These, I can't these argue. These almost don't even go with it. It's just almost totally different. Um, I love I love Night of the Living Dead, but Dawn of the Dead to me is the superior film. Agreed. Yeah, uh-huh. and and, and I, that's what I hear from most people. There was a lot of um when you watch a Day of the Dead, there was a lot of uh, and George Romero just does this. A lot of hidden underlining messages mm-hmm. in it, and, and, and like you know, I was able to pick up a lot of stuff, and I I I, I liked that. I liked the, I liked the effects a lot better than the than um Dawn. I didn't like the way the zombies looked in Dawn. Well, really? you know the thing the thing with Dawn was they hadn't Savini didn't have the blood uh, um, formula, so the blood mm-hmm. looked weird. But I love the fact that the blood looks weird in that film. Um, and I love, I love, I love the underlining. Kind of, you were talking about the underlining element of consumerism in that film. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't know th- that film as as a whole to me is just leaps and bounds well, over Day of the Dead. Agreed. If you're if you're not on tour in June, um, we are going to what do they call their fest? It's something of the dead weekend of the dead, some bullshit, and it's at the mall. Yeah. Oh. So if you're not on tour in June, you can roll with this for sure. Yeah. Not a far drive yeah. either. No, two and a half hours to Pittsburgh at the most. Unless um, Adam takes you, then he'll get you home in about an hour and 15 minutes, you know. Well, <laughs> it's clo- it's closer for me. I mean, I think Pittsburgh is only about an hour and 45 for me. Okay. Well, I figured, we, you know, if, we, if, we, if you end up going, we'll go together. So no sense taking two yeah. cars. I'll, I'll come down and pick you up on the way. But uh, we'll talk about that at a later date and time. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely one we're gonna. I, I'm definitely gonna make, and I think Ryan will probably go too. It looks like looks like a good time. Um, they, they announced their first guest is Tom Atkins. Good. Who I already have an autograph from him, but it'd still be cool to yeah. meet him. He's he's super nice. He's super nice guy. Right on, and, and I'm sure since it's in Tom Savini's backyard, he'll be there. And I met him at the last con I was at. And I've always heard bad things about him. I had oh, a bad experience with him. 
It really did. It was really cool. And I don't know. It might have been he was having a good day. It might be because I had the kids with me. I don't know. But he was really cool to me. I can only talk about the way somebody treats me. Yeah. You know? I've heard some nightmare stories about him. Um, <laughs> some of them from people that went to his school. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody knows him better than that. Yeah. So, day of the Dead, what would you score, Ryan? Uh and you guys drop your scores down in the comments too that when we bring up these movies. Just curious think what everybody I think, thinks. I think I'm still in the C plus range, but again, just edging it out. I, I, All right. I can't crack into the bees just yet. I don't like it quite that much. And um same for me. Same for me. C plus. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna fall. I could go C plus. I could C I could because I was I was borderline with that and Return of the Living Dead. So. Yeah, so I mean honestly, like Return of the Living it's Dead very close. Yeah, it was really cool, and it almost made my list for sure. So, like, I, th- I think this was a great year for movies. I really do, man. I mean, like, like I don't know how many A's we got, but we got a shit ton of C pluses in this year. Oh, I can tell you, I have one A. I have none. I have <laughs> none. None. Okay. I, 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 um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta see how I feel when it comes up. I gotta, be, <laughs> I gotta be plus. Yeah, they, they, I might be there too. Yeah. So, um. So it's on me then, right? Yeah. Look at that. We're, we're keeping this pretty organized tonight. Rob Dow, St. John's, Michigan, Jason's in the house. Says what's up. He uh, he won his second uh, second cosplay contest in, in his many weeks. He, well, he won second place, but yeah. you know, second second place, he's still 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 up there, and he won he won a week or two before that, he won first place. So we are on number four for you. Four for me. Okay. Oh, yeah. See, I, I got a visual aid for this one. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. I gotta click this. Bear with me. Um, damn it, damn it, damn it. Where is this shit? There it is. Ah. We got JP Cross's old uh, Killer's Confession shirt from a couple years ago. <laughs> I wish I'd have bought one of those. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll probably never make any more because it was it was song specific to the song Reanimated. Yeah, and that song's so old now. I'll pro- if yeah, I, I never noticed Waylon's head in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the whole premise of it that I was reanimating because I my head and his head. Yeah, you know, oh, no, I, I noticed yours, but I never really paid attention that his head was yeah. in the tree. No, yeah. it's a great song. Um, check it out on YouTube if you guys haven't. Um. Nowhere near as heavy as what we were playing earlier. Yeah, definitely good shit. I'm still vibing to that man. When that good second stuff. riff, when that when those drums kicked up on that second riff, man, that shit got me grooving. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I want to say the new stuff. A lot of the newer stuff is heavier, but some of it is and some of it isn't. But there is a more of a groove, like yeah. So I, th- so I think I think you'll you think you're gonna like it. I'm a old de- I'm a old death metal guy too, so heavier is always better for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the band Dislim. I don't know if we told you that last time. I don't know if you're familiar with them at all, but they're they're pretty heavy. That was 20 years ago. Really <laughs> so, so um, yeah. So Reanimator. Yeah, I watched that in pre- preparation for this. Let's see. I, I might have some notes on that. Um, the writer of Honey Shrunk, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I didn't know Game that. Writer. Yeah. Um, Barbara Cramp, Cramp, Barbara Crampton, of course. This had a nine hundred thousand dollar budget. Made really? two million. Mm-hmm. I think they did really good with it. Um, Stuart Gordon was the director. 
And uh, yeah, I, I, I really, I like this a lot more now than I did when I was a kid watched it. And now so, I'm gonna go back and watch all the sequels and probably be very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy the sequels, but Reanimator is what I would go ahead and say it's my number one. Oh wow! All right, it's my number one. Uh, Reanimator is if I if I had a top ten list of my favorite horror films of all time, it would be within my top ten. See, I knew this was a JP movie. I, I knew it. I yeah. knew that. Yeah, and so. I, I love this movie. I love that. I love that it's gory. It's disgusting. It's funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just everything I love. And this is my A. Oh, right. Wow. 100%, you know, and because it's one of my favorite horror films of all time. Cool. Well, I'm like, going, did it make like, your list, Ryan? Huh? Did it make your list? It did not make my top five. Okay. Um, yeah. I like it, though. It's not like I dislike it or anything. Mm-hmm. But again, I probably haven't seen it in about ten years. I would probably need to rewatch it to give it a super proper evaluation. I'm telling you, when I was a kid, I, I don't know if it was I didn't understand what was going on, or yeah. I just, I just, it was really kind of a drag to watch, and I didn't like it. But Let when me, I went back to watch it, because I knew, I knew JP was going to bring this movie up. I didn't know he'd have it at number one, but I knew he was no. going to bring it up. So I wanted to be able to talk about it. Let me. So I went back and watched it, and I, I love it. Let me ask him this. That's it's an A. Uh, Reanimator or American Werewolf in London? Which one do you like more? Hmm. You also gave that an A in the last yeah, case, right? That's yes. why I'm asking. Yeah, it's it. They're close, but for different reasons. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I, American American well, Werewolf in London is just a classic, and I definitely prefer that one over the two. Yeah, um, I love it for for it being such a classic, iconic film. Where I love Reanimator because it's just it's just a gory mess of a film and it's just it's funny it's ridiculous it's disgusting. how real did that dead cat look? Oh, oh yeah. it's, it's... <laughs> they, they did really good with the effects, yeah. man, and yeah. not a lot of money, obviously. No. So um yeah, I liked it. I I I'll, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go again C plus. I know it's boring, but but that's that's what I gave it. I'm definitely going to rewatch it and I'm going to definitely move on to the sequels and like I said, probably be disappointed. Yeah, I need <laughs> I to think rewatch. The finishing returns is going to come into effect here. Yeah, I need to rewatch it too. Uh, for now just CC plus just, you know, pending. I need to rewatch it. And if of course, uh, it, if he gave it, it, it if he grades it that highly, I definitely I'm going to go back. It's really good, it. man. Really fun film. Everything makes sense. You know, a lot of these movies they, they start to not make sense. It's crazy. But it makes sense, you know. Yeah. And really, the special really, effect, the special effects in it for such a low budget film are just right. over the top, top notch. This is the I lowest mean, budget of any film we've brought up tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, by '85, even yeah. horror films were starting to get money put into them because they were doing very well. Oh yeah. After the decade, so. Right on. So we are number. Number three for JP. Number three for JP. My number three is Fright Night. Fright Night, yes. That was my number five and got edged out by Cat's Eye. Fright Night uh, is, I, is also my number three. And I don't yeah, know if we I, put this up there earlier, but um, Adam says, Fright Night is my all-time favorite vampire movie. It I, won't is, say it's um, my all, I won't say it's my all-time favorite, but it's it's definitely one of my favorite 
'80s films. That's great. I guess. Great. I, I, I do. I do love Fright Night. And uh, what's his name uh, that played in Planet of the Apes? Uh, um, is it Rodney Rodney McDowell? McDowell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I think he's just fantastic in it with that whole Vincent Price. Oh yeah. yeah the, show. Um, his his name was a, a combination of Vincent Price Peter, and another Peter guy. Peter Vincent, Peter, Peter Vincent, and Vincent Price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering because I was like, I, I wrote down a bunch of names of actors, but I didn't write down his. But yeah. Tom Holland, writer director, who yeah. also wrote and direct Child's Play. Yep. Um, he was also the writer for Psycho Two, which Rick's fucking number amazing. One. Rick's number one from nineteen eighty three. There you go. It's amazing. And uh, that had a nine million dollar budget, so they had a little bit more money. Oh yeah, made twenty five million. Okay. And it's funny because I recognized Chris Sarandon from Child's Play. He was mm-hmm. a cop. But then after I'm watching the movie, I'm looking at him a little closer. Like, then I know him from something else better. Princess Bride. He was Prince Humperdinck. Ah. You know, he also he also voices Jack Skellington. Oh no I shit! Didn't know that. No shit! I did not know that. No. Which they, that movie is in its like 30th anniversary this year, yeah. or however many years, yeah. something like that. A, lo- a long time, a long time, make you feel old. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, Fr- Fright Night. I I I had it at five, but it got edged out by Cat's Eye, um, which is cool because then it gave us a reason to talk about Cat's Eye. <laughs> so, uh, what would you uh, grade Fright Night, JP? Um. B minus, I think. I think. I think. I think B minus. Um, I'll, I'll grade it about where I've graded Vampire Hunter D. You know, right on. So. Adam says Fright Night Two is good as well, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that too. That's on um Two B. Two B is the best. <laughs> yeah, Fright Night Two is is good. It's not as good as the first one. It, what about it, the 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 now the, I I love the first remake with Colin Farrell, yeah, and uh, what's his name that passed away? The guy that played Chekhov. Um, okay, I think that was great. But they also made a sequel to that one. Oh, and, oh, and, and, Anton, and Anton yeah, Yelchin. yeah, yeah. But the, they made a sequel to that one too that he did not come back for, and neither, nor did Colin Farrell. But uh, the sequel to that <laughs> one was. Absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah, like, um, atrocious garbage. But the sequel to the original, it's a fun movie. I don't like it as good as obviously Fright Night, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's a fun it's a fun eighties movie. You uh, know. Yeah, um, I actually I think I'll give Fright Night a straight B. Yeah, like so it's it on your list. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's number three is for me as well. Number three for you as well. Yeah. Um, I will again C plus. I'm boring today. Everything real, C plus. Real quick sidebar, since you brought up Anton Yelchin, that kid had the strangest, saddest death, man. You know how he yeah, died? It's Chekhov, right? Yeah. 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 Remember how he died? No. Yeah. yeah. His, his his Jeep rolled back and pinned him between his Jeep and a brick wall or something. He had a brick mailbox. He was checking his mail. Oh. And, and his Jeep was, like, not in gear or whatever. It was in neutral or something. And it just pinned him up against it. Yeah, it's crazy. Really easy. Yeah. Fucking wild way to die. And, and he had so many good films like uh, Odd Thomas and Burying Your Ex and like just all these random weird films that were he just was fantastic. 
He played the uh, one of the leads in that uh, movie Alpha Dog too, which was pretty good. Oh, I like Alpha Dog. Yeah, he was the kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. the kid that gets kidnapped. Yeah. All right, so that was his third, then your third. Mm-hmm. So on to my third, which was Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So we move back to JP. Number JP, two. Number oh. two. My number two. Now, maybe you'll hate me for this one because it probably is your number one. <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think you're probably going to go here. Let's see. Rob <laughs> Dowell says his number one movie of 80 is Friday the 13th, part five. So my number two is Friday the 13th, part five. Right on, right on. And it's only second to Reanimator. And mm-hmm. we, we, and me, me, me and Rick have talked about this, that five, I love five. I, I love the Roy Jason. Um, it would be within my top four favorite Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, only, only behind, uh, um, part six and Jason X, and honestly, my love for... Yeah, the, we, remember we've been the, talking the, about the that. Garbage, He's a Jason X guy, too. The, my, my garbage idea of how much I actually love Freddy versus Jason. So it's only oh. behind the, <laughs> those three. You had me until and, there. <laughs> well, you know, and, and I accept that Freddy versus Jason is universally hated, but for some reason, I love that movie. And it's just a fun movie for me to watch. So I'll it's it's I keep it within my top three Friday thirteenths and Yeah, I don't uh, hate and, it and it is yeah. fun, but it's not a good movie. Um, no, no. You know, I, I don't mind I like watching it. I'll throw the popcorn on or the kids will watch it with me and we'll have fun. But there's just so many things wrong with it that it's it's hard. Freddie versus Jason, we long form reviewed this one. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of the review, JP, I actually stormed out of the fucking room. <laughs> I, went, I, 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 cut, I cut like a 10-minute promo on Ronnie U. And I oh, yeah. Him. We don't like that guy. No. And show. I lost my cool completely, which I never do. Rick will tell you. I'm, I keep my emotions in check. But, man, <laughs> I got so fucking angry during that one. So Rob says, too much of a comedy. Are you referring to, uh, to Freddy versus Jason? Or are you referring to... Um, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Oh, because I would, five assume, I would assume I would assume funny. Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, because, so. and I feel like that's probably why I like that film is yeah. because it has so much comedy in it. But Part Five, I know when it came out, people were really mad about it not really being Jason Voorhees and it being mm-hmm. a fake Jason. But I always love Roy. I love fake Jason. I love the mask. I actually thought the mask was scarier. I love um, the mask too. So yeah, it's it's it it kind of became my number two on this list. And let yeah. me take a shot in the dark, Rick, where where it is on your list. Number one. Yeah, and on my list, uh, big surprise, also number one. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it, and and um, that's why you were saying, is, is anything on my list going to get an A? I'm not rating these on how much I like them personally. I'm you rating did. them on how good of a film they are. You gave it an A on our long form. Did I? Yeah, you did. I think I struggled with it there too. I'm going B plus today. That's what's my grade for it on the long form, man. That's what I'm going to go with is uh, B plus. Yeah, it's B plus. In my opinion, it's got the best cast of characters of any Friday the Thirteenth. Everyone's memorable. Like you want to go, you want to meet like everyone in that movie because everybody seems so cool and everybody has like there's so many characters, but they all still matter and 
that's very hard to do. See, I don't know. I think there's some throwaway characters in there. Um, we talked about this. The greasers. Like, like, yeah, that and the bootleg uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the stutterer. Um, and that, and then yeah, I the, can't uh, remember his name, so that shows you. And then the homeless guy that shows up at Ethel's is just there to increase the body count. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> uh, but it gives Ethel a reason to say some cool shit. That's that's, true. A, that's cool. I guess. So yeah, you know, we did we did a a long form episode. I think out of our our, um, non video episodes, I think it was easily our best episode. Um, It was like right after Carol passed. Yeah, that's the reason it jumped up to the head of the line. We had something else completely planned, and she died. So we we just totally did. We figured we had to address that then, and um, I think we did real good. My my favorite response was "Eat your fucking slop." Rob says. <laughs> we, we, we um developed the big dildo of the week from her. We haven't yeah, done. We it need in to while. bring that back. We are going to bring it back. That that's what I'm saying. That's why we're going to do the two different formats, and we'll talk yeah. about that more and iron I, it out. I feel like that got it slipped through the cracks when we switched to video. You know why? The main reason is I couldn't figure out how to do the little video of her saying that. Oh. Uh. I was like, the, but now I kind of know how, so I need the, and. That was another announcement we were talking about. We are looking for a third person that knows something about fucking editing and can help me with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need a producer or something. You could be on the show. You cannot be on the show. Whatever you want. Just help us help us get these videos together. So, yeah. So, now that I know how, like I did with his video of his song, I could put it down there and just hit it and bring it on. Maybe. Maybe that'll work. But we're going to play with it a little bit and see how that works. But where um, did, yeah, where where did JP grade uh, Nightmare? I mean, um, I would I would I would, uh, I would give it a B plus. I oh, think I fall under B plus. Yeah. So. Okay. I love the sleaziness of it. It's so dirty and just awesome. So eighties. I, I love I love the I love the chocolate the chocolate bar scene. I think I think the chocolate <laughs> bar scene is not one of my favorite things about the about the movie. I do want to say that Corey Feldman and Tom Matthews were better Tommies. Uh, yeah, both of them than, were. Then, uh, then the Kung Fu Tommy, John Shepard, John Shepard, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he all of a sudden learned Kung Fu and was just a bad, <laughs> like kicking everybody's ass. I, I think he did pretty well though. I he did, did. I like him all. but he's the, in my opinion, he's number three. Yeah, I rank of Tommies. They're all good though. I like them all. Yeah, I did too. For different, I, I say that, but I like his film better than Final Chapter. So there, there is that. Yeah. I just, yeah. Ooh. yeah, we haven't got there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's obviously your number one. So what is your number two? Because we've did three. Ryan, go ahead. My number two, and this is a film that it, I, I like more as time went on. I don't even. Yeah, know I think I got the same number two. I can tell where you started. Yeah, um, this one probably wouldn't have even made the top five for this year for me, like a couple of years ago. But Same. we recently had a guest on, and we went deep dive into this franchise. And my number two is Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two: Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's Revenge. Same. Yeah. As a kid, this movie terrified me. Mm-hmm. Then, as I got a little older, I thought it was stupid. I thought it was so different than all the other movies, and I didn't like it. I didn't notice any of the gay <laughs> undertones, anything like that. But then, when I did, I was older and more mature. And I liked it for that. Yeah, I liked it to, to give people like that something to grab onto. Yes, it, even though it was 
you know, borderline exploitative and yeah. exploitative. How do you say that word? In some some aspects as well. Um, Daphne says she agrees, and I believe she was talking about Friday Thirteenth Five. Yeah, this Nightmare Two it breaks a lot of rules. Mm -hmm. um, it's so different than all. Freddy's still other scary, and I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, this this is after like, three and on he turned into a character. And well, part three was, was well, part three was the best ready, but yeah. Uh, this one though was different. The look was different even. Mm -hmm. uh, but I liked it and just yeah. The only thing like when he comes into the real world that kind of kills things for me. But other than that, I like this one a lot more than uh, I used to. Yeah. Same. And that I'm gonna opening, the opening no. scene on the bus, man. Is, oh, it's so funny, dude! Right? Classic so, Nightmare on Elm right there. Do you want me to give you? Do you want me? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that's gonna make everybody in the world mad at. Me. <laughs> that's fine. We, we but I am going. I am going. I am going to say this, uh, Ryan. I do agree with one thing you said. Okay. Part three is the best nightmare. Movie. Yes. Yeah. Most okay. people agree with that. That that being said, that being said. Nightmare on Elm Street, I refuse to put on any top list of mine. It doesn't matter which film it is, whether it's part one, two, three, four, five, whatever. I hate Freddy Krueger wow. so bad. Okay. And I hate the films. I hate the films so bad. Like, And I even I even gave them another chance. And this year, I rewatched the entire series. Wow. Mm -hmm. And to give it another chance to think maybe maybe now I'll appreciate it more. And I just, I, the whole film franchise annoys me to no end, which is crazy considering I love Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Um, but his, his films, the Nightmare, the Nightmare on Elm Street films just annoy me so bad that I just, I cannot stand the movies. Even the only one, the only one that I can sit through is part three yeah it's awesome and I'm, I'm just i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of the series i'm not a big krueger fan i think chucky has better one-liners than than freddy krueger um he, he does <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked um, i liked freddy better when he was scary like one and two at a new nightmare um I do. I I like all of them really. The I blend. Mean, I think the blend of scary and you know. My least favorite is part, part five, but is it five part, or four? part six is the worst. But part no, five I like six. With it. Yeah, I like six. I don't know. I, I dug it. Terrible. Um, Daphne wants to know what do you guys think about Art the Clown? Not a fan. See, I I love Art the Clown. I went and you I know I too. went to the I went the opening night when I was in California on tour to. And took like a fifty dollar Uber ride just to watch the opening night of part two. Nice uh, when it came out when Terrifier two came out. I think two out. was good, but it, it, it they could have trimmed about forty five minutes off that thing. Well, yeah, my thing, my thing with with two, I love two. I do really love two, but and I, Ryan has to yet me, to see two. Ryan has only seen um, you, you've only seen All Hallows Eve, right? You haven't even seen Terrifier. Have I you? saw oh, the first yeah, short. Yeah. Oh, 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 Hallows Eve is garbage compared to Terrifier and Terrifier Two. But my thing with te the first Terrifier is, to me, I was uneasy watching that movie. Like I felt uneasy just how Art was like sitting in a diner. Yeah. When two when two came out, I was never uneasy through any of that film. 
No. So either I got used to art or the first film is way more intense for me. It is. The first one's more intense. The second one kind of morphs into a, like a adventure movie with, you know, the, 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 the way the girl turns, you know, into like a hero, a heroine and she's got the sword and all that. And, you know, um, a fantasy, fantasy adventure movie. Oh, real, real quick before we lose track. Let's yeah. go to nightmare two. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nightmare <laughs> two. I, I gave it a B. B also a B. All right. JP's going to. Do, do you want my grade? Is it F? You got to do it. I mean, you know, if you give it an F, you give it, it an F. F. It's an F. All right. It's an F. F. There we go. F. Oh. If, it, if, it, if, it, if it was part three, I would I would be nice and give it a C maybe. Oh, but, my uh, God. <laughs> um, Some people just don't like Freddy, man. It's okay. I, 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 there's something. And, and it, like I said, it's crazy that. I love Freddy versus Jason, and I think it's just because I enjoyed Jason beating the crap out of Freddy. There you go. Um, because I just I don't I'm not a big fan that, as a film. That's definitely a nightmare no nightmare film. film for sure. I mean, it, it is it is more, and I and, and I and I just I don't know why I like it, but it yeah. <laughs> it may, it, my my logic makes no sense on that, and I can't even argue. Well, that. you know what? That's fine because there's certain things like. Like I'm pretty sure you're not gonna like Art the Clown even after we see these other movies. No, I hate it. But everybody it. else likes it. I hated the Terrifier short. Yeah, film. I hated it. <laughs> so I and, mean, and, and yeah, Terrifier is not for everybody. No, yeah. and 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 I can sit here and tell you, part two. I've heard people say, well, it's got a really, it's got actually got a story to it versus the first one. But is it really a good story? Right. I mean, because <laughs> it's not. I love Terrifier too, but it. It's it's not a very good story when it really they're, comes they're down to it. They're releasing it in the theaters in like a couple of weeks, and with it, they're going to give a teaser of uh, three. Mm. I don't know if you're aware of that, but you might want to check it out. Yeah, so, I, hadn't, I haven't heard that. But so, is there any any in your top five that we have not gone over? No, we got them all. We all got them all. I think so too. You, you're, yeah. Yours as well. Mm-hmm. So um, let's see. I, I got a. a couple more that i wanted to touch on um the hills have eyes too is straight fucking garbage and i want my hour and a half back i thought that was 1964 (laughs) no it wasn't it's on the on imdb but it was released in january of 85 okay he made that film before he made nightmare on elm street but it came out after all right yeah and uh he don't even like it he wants you know this is one of those movies that would have got a uh uh, what? Oh, Lorena Faye's in the house. Uh, she says, hello, hope you're all doing well. We are doing fantastic. And uh, we, we announced earlier that we're going to probably move this portion of the show to 8 o'clock soon. So you'll be able to get on more. And we'll, we'll be posting on the page about that when we talk about it. Tonight we are doing uh, top 585 movies. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, so The Hills Have Eyes 2. Uh, what, no what's good. it? What's the director like when when your movie's shit and you don't want you want to take your name off of it? The Smythe guy, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, Alan Smythe at Smythe Smithy. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, that's what Wes Craven wanted to do with this because he he wants no part of it. Wanted no part of it, and I could see why. I don't either. It doesn't. The the first one's so gritty and violent. The first one's great. Yeah, this one not so much. And they remade this one. Oh. 
right? Because I know I've seen they remade the first one, and then that one has a sequel. So I assume it's a remake to this one. The uh, only cool part about this one is the dog has a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then also, this movie almost made my top five. It is horrible. The stuff. Yeah. The stuff. That one didn't even make my. That one didn't even make my list. This one had Paul Sorvino, oh, Danny like Aiello, yeah. Garrett Morris. Like him I mean, too. These are pretty good actors. Yeah, they are. What the fuck were they doing in this movie? <laughs> but um, the special effects guy. Here we go. Brett Culper, and I couldn't spell his name wrong, but he was the special effects guy for Reanimator mm. as well. Mm-hmm. And the special effects were yeah. really, really good. And the stuff, they were really, really good. Um, the movie makes no sense. They, it jumps off the rails everywhere. The second one sucked. Uh, I think Daphne might be referring to Terrifier, because I don't think there was a sequel to this stuff. No. <laughs> Maybe oh, the Hills Have Eyes. Oh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. probably what it was. The Hills Have Eyes, too. Yeah. And that did suck. But I like I like the stuff. I seen that as a kid. I watched it when I was little, and I liked it then. And I revisited it doing my research for this, and I liked it again. But as far as a film goes, it's a D, and it might be an F. But I liked it. Yeah. You know, I liked it. I still like it. My personal opinion would be a B of what I like about the movie. But if I'm grading it on a, is it a good movie? It might be an F. See, there's it, it probably is. There's a couple of movies that came out this year that I would rate quite highly that aren't necessarily horror, but it kind of have horror elements to them. Okay, like like throw one out. Legend. That was on the horror list. You know, I that? don't consider I don't consider it a horror. Movie. I don't know it, so I don't know anything about it's a, it. it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's classic, man. Tim yeah. Yeah, Legend. Tom. Legend's amazing. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It was on the list. Yeah. There was a couple movies on the list that were. I really. I didn't. I didn't... I didn't put it on here because to me it's a fantasy film. And right, it, I had a problem a, calling a horror movie. There are definitely horror. kind of horror elements to it, but it's not a horror movie. No, but it's it's fantastically made. It's very well made. Carrie, let's see, we'll put her put her up here because JP probably knows who she is because I don't recognize her name. Yeah, want to thank thank her and everybody else that's coming to see JP for joining us for sure. But she says Legend is awesome. Yeah, I love and, it. love that movie. Lorena Faye says, I was 12 and 85, still a year from getting a VCR and diving headfirst into the horror world. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't 12. What was I? I was a six, six and 85. Another one I want to bring up from 85, um, and this is weird. I don't smoke weed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Let me preface that. But back when I used to, uh, especially once I hit my 20s, I, I would now and then I'd like binge. Yeah, I always went back to this movie, and it's definitely not a horror movie, but again, there's a horror element here and there, and that's Teen Wolf. <laughs> Teen Wolf was on the horror list. I, that's I loved, another one that was on there. For whatever reason, when I am smoking weed, which is very infrequently, every yeah. five years maybe, I watch Teen Wolf. I love Teen Wolf. Go to it. It's got a werewolf. I love Teen Wolf, too. <laughs> I do, too. With Jason Bateman. I do, too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bateman, yep. I, just and, uh, strongly, I strongly prefer the original. I, <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. Just the, like scene, the scene in the coach's office. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it's got horror elements to it. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I think it's it's a horror comedy, if you ask me. I guess. It's got a fucking werewolf, dude. That, 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 that makes it a horror movie. It's more of a comedy, but yeah, it's a werewolf movie, too, I guess. Once bitten, we had a, we, we had a, a, a vampire comedy. Oh, with uh, Jim Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, baby Jim Carrey. He's baby, like I, I, 21 I, years old in that or something. I think that it was either his first or second film. I think it was his first big movie. Was, I think it was his first, yeah. What oh, came out first, that or Earth Girls Are Easy? Uh, think once bitten. Okay, because yeah, I, I mean he had a minuscule part in Earth Girls Are Easy. If I'm not right. mistaken, he played an alien. Yeah, like that didn't. That was just in the background. But uh, yeah, once bitten. That was a. I, I really really liked that when I was. Yeah, kid. I just had to mention those two, Legend and Teen Wolf. Not horror. There's horror elements to them, and I. I one is a very good movie, and the other is just a guilty pleasure that I like to watch when I'm stoned. <laughs> Mike yeah, Patterson I've, says, I've, "What's up?" I've got, I've got two I want to mention, and one, one's horror, one's horror, and one's science fiction. Okay. Um, and I was really surprised that this one didn't get mentioned, which was Silver Bullet. Okay. Uh, I, Silver, Bullet Silver Bullet might have got mentioned if I got if I got a chance to watch it this week. I Silver ran out of time. Bullet, yeah, Silver Bullet fell number seven on my list, and you know Gary Busey, mm-hmm. Corey Haim, yeah, Stephen I mean, King, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Stephen King. King. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just a sol- it's a solid movie. It's a classic, and I-, I was actually surprised that none of us actually mentioned it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I put it. If like I said it fell number seven on mine, but I-, I actually thought maybe one of y'all's it might have came in the top five, but it didn't for any of us. Um, the second one, which is one of my favorite, another like movie I watched religiously in the eighties, uh, my science project. You guys remember that one? No. Uh, it has, um, uh, what's his name? John Stockwell. Um, Dennis Hopper's in it. Okay. And this kid, he has to come up, he has to make a science project. So he goes and he finds, he finds this like alien uh, machine in the bottom of a a hangar and he turns it on. Well, basically it opens up like time portals through time. And so like, uh, there's giant T-Rex, there's a giant T-Rex, there's like Aztec warriors, future people from the future that come in and is trying to kill them. Uh, it's just one of those fun 80s, 80s movies. It doesn't quite have horror elements, but it's a science fiction film, you know. Cool. Yeah, I wrote that, that, I wrote that down. I'm going to try to seek that out. I tried to find a movie called Hard Rock Zombies. Was it Hard Rock Zombies? <laughs> couldn't find, I found it on one thing, and I, it was something I couldn't even, like, buy it. I had to subscribe to whatever it was. And, like... I'll give you five, ten bucks to watch this movie now, but I don't want to subscribe to shit. It, so, it sounds so awesomely bad. I know, and I like to find one of those every time we do this kind of show. And it has, like, there's Nazis involved and zombies, and I don't know. It's even in our little thing above your head over there somewhere. And uh, yeah, that one, it, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Hard Rock Zombies, ha <laughs> Lorena says. So w- was it good, Lorena? DCS used to use a clip from that. Nice. Mm. Yeah, DCS, Death Curse Society, who we stole this whole gimmick from. That's what we do. Because we strive on the uh, on this channel to be, be be extremely mediocre, and we do our best to do that by stealing stuff from people. <laughs> yeah, they're great guys. Those. Uh, make sure to follow their show and uh, 
they get guests all the time when they're like, this past week they had a, she says, not good <laughs> for Hard Rock Zombies. I didn't expect it to be good. But on the, this past week on their show, they had uh, um, Tracy Savage from Part 3 as well as uh, – um, Never Hike Alone too. Yeah, no, I'm saying like the other guests that they had. Uh, David – he was um, he, he was the weed smoker from Part 3. Oh, David uh, Cad something. K yeah, that guy. That he was guy. on it. And I, I, and I, uh, I recently scored a guest for our show in two weeks. We're going to have uh, Craig Mukler, I think his name is. Yeah, he's the writer of uh, Microwave Massacre. <laughs> so I, I sent them a message. I was like, "Yeah, you guys get Friday the Thirteenth alumni. I get Microwave Massacre. We are not the same." Dude, we have JC Cross though, so I don't care. That's it, baby. That's it. And we get Brian Emanizer. Yeah, yeah, with, that, with South Jersey Jason, the fucking yeah. Hanson Diner guy. He's been on a few times. And Jared Haggerty. That's it. That's and it. Vincent DeSanti. Yeah, so we've had some decent people. Yeah, we had some fun people. One of those um, things is not like the others. Rick had me watch uh, Never Hike Alone 2 this last week. Yeah. And that was so David Cattles, that's it. Thanks, amazing. Man. You liked so it? So freaking amazing. I loved it. Oh, I loved it's it. So good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh yeah. Do any of you remember Sleepaway Camp? I love Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. I just uh met uh Felisa Felisa Rose uh, a couple weeks ago. She was great. Um, Cinema Wasteland. Still looks yeah, Cinema Wasteland. Um still looks gorgeous. Yeah, you, you know, she's awesome. Yeah. So uh yeah, I got, got, got to hang out with her a little bit. Her and Tom Savini. That's where I met Tom Savini, too. So, uh, yeah, I'm a big Sleepaway Camp fan. There's a documentary coming out from it that the people that do um, Kevin Ellis's podcast, those guys are working on it. Somebody Spooky on Picture it. Show. Spooky Picture Show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. Good oh, we get Kevin Ellis as a guest, too, damn it. Yeah, we had Kevin Ellis. That's it. <laughs> that's it. So, but uh, yeah, but back to the back to the microwave massacre thing. I tried to find a trailer so I can start promoting this thing. I can't even play the trailer on Facebook or YouTube. I'll get kicked off. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, that's how you know it's good. Yeah, no doubt. So, so everybody, it's on Tubi for free. Watch it. Not this Thursday, but the Thursday after. We're gonna talk with them. He's done some other stuff in movies. He's got a podcast with um, Al Pacino's daughter. That's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, whoever the hell she is. Yeah, that's that's two weeks time from now. Two weeks time from now. Next week, I got a guy I'm chasing that might be able to get on. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it just because I'm pretty sure he's gonna come on. Uh, the owner of the Michigan Horror Museum, mm -hmm. and he has an event coming up the week after the week that you're gonna be in uh, Flint. So it should be uh, good to have him on. This is a joke, but ask JP what about Walmart. I don't know, but it's 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 a horror story, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Walmart, got this for eight dollars from Walmart. Look at that; that's pretty cool. Huh? Fuck Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Walmart. Fuck Walmart. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a whole stack of toys right here that I haven't done anything with. Yeah. Uh, and I know I know you probably you saw this, Rick. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's sweet. So the, uh, the new Chucky. My halo is getting in the way. I'm trying to figure oh. out how to. <laughs> Hold on, Lorena says. Multiplying. 
My, microwave Massacre is great. Frosty the Snowman goes cannibal. Is that guy the voice of Frosty? Okay, but um, yeah. So that Chucky toy is that from that's from the show then, huh? Yeah, that's that's from the series. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That, that, and if you've not and if you've not watched the series, the series is so good. I so I've, good. I've only gotten through two episodes, man. I just but it's, I, I do like a, it. It's a, it's a slow start. I will say every mm -hmm. season is a slow start, but dude, it, it gets every season's just amazing. Well, that just made that interview a little cooler. Lorena says, yes, that's the, the, the main character in that movie, uh, Massacre, which is going to be hilarious soon you finally watch it, is is the voice of fucking Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> I think he's that passed is, away, though, so I don't think we can get him on. No, before we interview this guy. What's that? That's good to know before we interview that guy. Yeah, and I just I hope that he understands how – epically bad his film is and th that I'm not going to hurt his feelings with the stuff I say about it. Well, I do like it though. See, I see, swear to God, I like it. But see, like we were talking about some of the films here, just because I like it doesn't mean it's a good movie. That seems like it'll still just be in good fun, that interview. Yeah. The one that everyone's waiting for. And it ain't got nothing to do with you, Rick. No. Yeah. <laughs> the one that we'll probably never get because of you. <laughs> yeah. Is when I go toe to toe with Mr. Adam Marcus. Yeah. Someday, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> oh, it's, it's gonna happen. Oh, I'm not, you know, it's not like I'm personally gonna insult the guy. Yeah, of course. I'm not like that. Yeah. No, because well, I mean, he is a great guy, and um, he is, and that's the sad part is I want to like his stuff, man, but just he's so cool, but. No. Yeah, it's not for everybody, no. man. It's not for everybody. No, and just the uh, way Where that... do you come out on that, Jason Goes to Hell, JP? Yeah, I I, I, I like it, and I absolutely hate it. I, I'm, I'm back and forth <laughs> on yeah, what I like what? and what I hate. After talking to him and him explaining everything about it, I like it a lot better now yeah. than I ever did. Yeah. I think it was a well-made movie. I um, love the fact. I, I think. I think what love I have for it was he. Uh, he made Jason a deadite. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what most people hate the most about guy. it. By the way, <laughs> and, and I think I think that's the saving grace for me in that film. Yeah, I don't. I got bored with Jason jumping from host to host in that film, and. Like, I think that film, the opening scene, is yeah. one of the greatest yeah, opening cool. scenes so of cool. all Friday the 13th films. Except part that six. Opening, except part six. That, that opening scene with the girl going to the shower, the, Jason hunting her down, and she running out into a field, and then, bam, there's military, FBI, police, and just... Kind I of think that scene Friday the 13th, 2009 started like a great Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, the that, you know what? You're right. That's the best opening to a Friday. And, and, and th this was yeah. this was very similar. Like, wow, they're at the camp. I mean, this is a this is like a Friday the 13th movie. Well, let, let me. I'm going to steal a page out of uh, Mr. Bruce Pritchard's book. You know, you got that big oh, that big build up, that big like lead up, that opening, and then the bell rang. And then the bell rang. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that, that opening? Good. That, that opening is kind of is, he, he kind of blew his load. Yeah, in the opening and yeah. and it was so good. He there was no way he was going to top that. Two thousand nine, same way. I think yeah. I think the way the way I like five and how the, the all the characters in it. I think Jason goes to hell has a lot of very similar characters that are very memorable. That are great 
people and they seem really cool. Creighton Duke I love, is awesome. I love, I love I love that the main guy is the guy from the Friday Thirteenth TV series. That's now he was supposed um, to be Tommy Jarvis. You know that, right? I didn't know that. But um, Adam couldn't get the because when New Line bought Friday the Thirteenth, right. they didn't buy Friday the Thirteenth. They yeah. bought Jason. Jason. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't use any of the X characters. Like Except I was Jason. wondering, in um in Freddy versus Jason, do they even call Pam Pam? Do they even say her name? I don't remember. Because I, I, I remember. I don't think they I don't can. think they do. I don't think they do. Yeah, I don't think they can. But they, they couldn't say Tommy Jarvis either. So he tried to make him look like what Tommy would look like. I know, just look, I just know they had I just know they had not Betsy Palmer playing her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, we, we got it. Adam Marcus has to come on one of these days. We're, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. He he watches this show on occasion, so he. he I know. He stuff. I know. He knows what to expect from me too. I know. And I, <laughs> I, I just want to reassure. I there's I have nothing personal against the guy. I think he's a great guy. I really yeah. do. Well, and he knows that people hate but, his film because he well, even that was one of the. One of the the perks in the the money they were raising for the documentary that's coming out real soon, who is also on the Spooky Picture Show. Did I say it right? Yes. All right, that's first time for that. Um, oh my god, I can't remember the guy's name now. But um, he's I met him. I met him what? at Cinema Wasteland as well. Is, is there a release date on the doc now? No, not yet. Okay. It's what pretty when much that just, happens when that happens? He's got to come on here. That's what I'm saying. I, I I sent him a message. He's going to come on for sure. Yeah. The director of the documentary is going to no, come on. No, no. Adam has to come on. We're going to try to make that happen. We're trying real hard. And he's going to he's gonna help me with that, hopefully. Adam <laughs> has and, done and other shows. Think, he just, you, yeah. dude, you can't, I think, I think you can't, he'll do it. You can't duck me forever. <laughs> <laughs> the, th- the, thing, the, thing with, the thing with Jason Goes to Hell is there's a great movie in there. It's just, he didn't. He is. He didn't film it though. No, is the problem. Is that there's a great film in there. He just did not film the parts that would have been great. Mm. Um, because he had everything in it that 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 would have made a great great Friday Thirteenth for for me personally. Just yeah. like I said, just a deadite thing alone. And, and for me, I mean, like one of the things that he explains is that. Everybody had a problem with it being so different than all the other ones. But if you go back, there's, everything's fucking different. Like, they change shit all the time in these movies. You know, so, I mean, maybe this one was the most drastic for sure. But yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. I liked it. And there's some things I really didn't like about it. But I, I think it was well shot. I think it was well made. Uh, I, 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 lo- I like a lot of the characters. Creighton Duke is awesome. See, um, that, now, that is... The couple in the diner whose names escape me. Okay, yeah. Rusty, Rusty, yeah. Rusty Swimmer, and, uh, and, and um, the, guy the other guy's guy is much more famous. Leslie. Uh, Just passed. Leslie. Yeah, Leslie. Leslie something. Jordan. Yeah. Leslie Jordan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, with those, with those two, um, we're getting like totally off topic, but I know we. You know, it was supposed to be. Um, the, the roles were supposed to be reversed. Opposite, yeah. Like um, he was just so aggressive that she was perfect to be. Yeah, like, so he yeah. was like, we had to change it and like yeah. make her the the make the male role yeah. the female, and I think it yeah. worked out so much better with this. See now, Creighton Duke is a very interesting character, but when you sh- sit back and look at it, he doesn't make any fucking sense. 
<laughs> like, who is this guy? He knows everything about Jason and how to kill him, and he just shows up nine movies in. Yeah. Well, and and yeah. Oh, love, um, love, and Mike Patterson brings up something I wanted to bring up. You are talking about doing your own podcast. He says, "Are you guys going to do an AKC inspired podcast?" And I don't think that that's what it is that you guys are doing, but it, it will have yeah. two members of AKC. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're we're talking about doing our uh, starting a podcast. It, hopefully, we'll have we'll have things started by December. Is what we're and hoping it, for. Um, it's you, James, and James, who's he plays guitar in the band, right? Yeah, and Ryan Newhouse from uh, Brother in Arms. Oh, oh, I know that band. Right on. Yeah. Um, what is he? Um, what, what is he in the band? In in Brothers uh, in Arms. There's vocals. Okay. Yeah. Um, because uh, yeah, no the the. the was he the bassist works at the or did work at the oil change place up the street? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And- yeah, my oil change there. He's shoving me with uh, flyers and CDs and stuff. I was like, dude, I've actually purchased this CD before. I've seen you before. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and, and yeah, we're we're going we're going to try to get things started by early December. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to see because we're going to be gone most of November on tour. But uh, you know. Uh, it, I think the premise of it is going to be because, you know, James hates every movie and he's never seen hardly any movies at all. We're not going to do just horror. It's going to be. You got really to do a, a segment, make James watch this movie. You yeah. Know? Well, and, and, that, and that's what this is going to be. It's going to be, we're going to make him watch the movie and then he's obviously going to hate it. And, right. and so there's, there's going to be a lot of banter back and forth with, with me and him, you know, because he just, he hates everything unless it's Jersey Shore. Unless you uh, um, unless you make him watch Nightmare on Elm Street, then you'll just agree with him on everything. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll like them. <laughs> so, but no, it, it will not be music re- related. I, I will not review anything music related. It, that's in bad taste as a, that's in bad taste as a musician. I agree. When and, I, I used to do uh, music reviews, and then when I was in a band, I stopped doing them. Yeah, it, it's in bad taste. You know, I'm not going to sit here and do a music review podcast and talk about how i think this band sucks you no, know that's in bad yeah. taste no. but i will sit here all day and tell you how nightmare on elm street sucks <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because you're, you're not out there making movies yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so, and i and, and you know the thing is i think i generally love movies probably more so than music you know um i'm not I, I'm, I, I love i love film you know i will i will sit down and watch film and listen to podcasts on film or fan theories on films and and different things more so than music. Like I I will not even, I don't even listen to music in my car anymore. It's oh wow! Just, I I just I don't I don't really even listen to music anymore. Um, every now and then, but it's it's pretty few and far between. So yeah, I hardly yeah. ever do too. I like to listen to podcasts or talk. I always radio. got other podcasts playing in the car when I get in with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I listen to mostly music when I'm driving. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, that that's what we're that's what we're we're planning on. We're trying to iron some details out. We've got a, we've got a few things, you know. We're 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 talking about you know doing this a little different from everybody else and right. I think it's gonna, I think it's going to be very interesting banter between me, Ryan, and especially James. And yeah, I think James is just going to piss. Me and Ryan off ninety percent of the time, yeah. And that's why that's why I picked this Ryan to do with mine because he he's more. 
artistic than me. Like he, he breaks it down on that level better, you know. And um, he likes a lot of stuff that I might not like. I, like when I when I first was doing the thing, I said he's like a snob about everything, like food, music. He likes the best of the best of the best, which anything he's into. And me, I, I can kind of look at things like on a guttural level, like, you know, just whatever. And I tend to be more less critical than him, that's for sure. So, you know, it balances out. I think in, in the history of this podcast, I know there's one, there may be two times ever I rated a film higher than Rick did. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I know, I know Hellraiser I rated higher than you. Yeah. Barely, because yeah. I really like that one. Yeah, you gave it a B plus. I went A minus with it. Yeah, the A's and for that, me, I think that, that's your only A so far, isn't it? Maybe we I have to start know. keeping track of that. I, I got, I got, yeah. that's the handy dandy notebook here. I'm gonna start <laughs> keeping shit in there so we can go back. And that was just an A minus. Yeah, it wasn't even a, like it yeah. wasn't even all the way A. Um, no, I think I, I, I think I went A minus on They Live. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, you and did. I rated that one higher than you too. Yeah, yeah. And I really like that one too. I, I actually <laughs> was watching They Live today. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it, it, never a bad time to watch it. Never. I heard that they're doing a series. Did it's, you hear about that? Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> That's I, funny. After we thought heard we about, about, it, about how cool it would be if it. they did a series, and now they're talking about it. See, so. see now that one I didn't anticipate on it cracking the A's, but then now I just thought about how more relevant it is now than even when it was made. Mm-hmm. And I had to give more credit for it at that point. So yeah, that one cracked into my A's. Yeah. So yeah, those two I've, I've rated higher than Rick. Right on. So we've been doing this for like an hour and a half. Yeah. No longer ones. So we're going to get ready and wrap this thing up. But. And don't forget though, everybody catch a killer's confession on tour. Next yeah, month. definitely do that. Mansfield, they're playing Mansfield. I want to say it's November 10th. Check it out. Make sure. Um, go to their website, their, their Facebook page, all their socials. Achilles like Confession. it. Subscribe to their YouTube. Like their yeah. pages. Do all you got to do. All that, all that good stuff. It, they're, they're great guys. The, the music's fucking awesome. Um, AKC, 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 Mike Patterson. Right on. So th- just back to that, though. I, I was about to wrap this up, but this is uh, got to be getting close to 10 years, right? For AKC? It yeah. Would be, we still got a little bit. It would be 2016, so we'd have to – we got a couple more years. So seven years. Yeah, seven years has been, yeah. they've been around. Um, working on the fourth album. Am I right about that? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's done. Still, yeah. It's done. I don't know when it's coming out. You know, yeah. I don't have any details. You right. Know, I mean, nothing, it, nothing to, nothing to dropping really... soon. There's already some tracks released off of it. Um, heavier than the previous stuff so far. Yeah. But... There's we've released one single off of it because all the singles we released last year was originally going to be a different album, mm-hmm. and we we dropped it. And so this is actually something completely different because what we were going to release last year and. I think we ended up releasing like what five singles last year off what was going to be that album. Oh, okay. And, and uh, we. Um, so, which one of these tracks are actually on the album? Uh, tongue. Tongue. Okay. Yeah, when you played it. Did the one that we played earlier on? And um, because like like the boys and the boys. I was gonna say the boys with uh, all, all the original that, AKC all guys. 
all that was stuff was off the singles from last year off the album we was originally releasing so i all that stuff is not going to be on this album right on yeah, well, I, I have all the singles I, I every time you guys come out with something i buy it that day so <laughs> i have um i i think i have about shit 50 60 songs maybe even more that might be more oh, now Rick, rick's been all about AKC yeah. is day one. I got, I got a, I got a Waylon playlist. Anything he, yeah. anything you can buy of his, it's on on fucking iTunes. I have it. I bought it. <laughs> even even the, 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 there's like this rap song he did. Uh, fucking, you know what I'm talking like, about? Uh, no? He's he's done so many like guest <laughs> spots. It was there's a, all kinds of shit. So basically, like it was like these guys. They sound like Detroit rappers, like you know ICP type shit. I can't remember who they are, but it's he does the hook on it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's like the day after, like the first record released, Rick picked me up to go to like eat, and he's like, "Listen to this." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's great stuff, man. I, I I really really like it. And um, um, me and um, me and my son Donald, we both got the tattoos somewhere. Where is it? Ah, that that arm. <laughs> yeah. So we we were well, like, yeah. I think we were the first ones to do that. <laughs> well, you know, and. I can't rem- remember what all we were talking about, but Julie was texting me the other day while Waylon was in uh, Australia and said something about how Waylon's been doing this for 20 years. And I was like, no, been longer than that. Not longer, it's been than, longer that. than that. Like me, Waylon and I started in like 94, 95. So it's closer to 30 years. And when I said that, she was like, she's like, Oh yeah, it has, hadn't it? I was like, yeah. Well, he, he was in shroom for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he's been out of shroom for eight years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's twenty and, right there. Yeah. Well, and that, that was and then there you was go a, three quarters that, that dead, a, and there was a ten-year period where Waylon and I were together before he was in Mushroom Head. Right. That's what I said. You had the three quarters dead. I don't know what um, other bands he was in, but um, yeah. It was. We did a lot of garage bands, and then it was three quarters dead for the bulk mm-hmm. of it. But uh, yeah. um, you can also find on iTunes, and I encourage you to do so. Uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> And I, I said it's been. I said it's closer to thirty, and then I was like, "Oh, man, it's been that long." Really it's makes you think, that man. Long. Well, and not only has it been that long, but Waylon and I have really been together that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tenafly, yeah, he did that too, and that's also really good stuff. Everything this guy does is great, but um, yeah, so. Oh boy. Uh, it's about that time for me. All right, you gotta go. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Yeah, I'm wrapping this up anyway. You can drop out, and uh, we'll we'll talk later about what we got going on next week and the week after, and so on and so forth. And um, thanks for coming on again, JP. I appreciate. Oh it. yeah, thank thank you for having me. Anytime. That anytime, anytime you want on, you're always welcome. Right on. And I'll let you wrap it up, Rick. But there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> uh-huh. Right on, man. All right, so yeah, so we are gonna get out of here. Um, Daphne says, great show. Thank you. And I want to thank everybody in the comments that Mike Patterson, D- Daphne Dotson, a uh, b- bunch of other people in here that I've never seen before. Please like, subscribe to the page if you like what we're doing. Uh, we do this every week, 7 o'clock. We're probably going to change it to 8 o'clock, but follow the page and you'll know what's up and down with that. Um, thank you so much for coming through. Thanks, JP, because these guys are here because you're here, and I know that. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate yeah. that. Um, but anybody that's here that's you know not familiar with AKC, check them out. They're doing big shit, good shit. Check them out, follow them, like the page, listen to the music, go to the shows, support people doing things. 
And did you want to add anything? Uh, I'm good. Other than just thanks for having me, and we'll talk movies later. Yeah, all right, brother. All right, I am out of here. I will hit you up later, JP. Take it easy, you guys, uh, and we are out. And not yet, because...